0: Not only are they going to be unified, but they're going to become one nation. They're going to come out of captivity. They're going to return home. And in fact, let me tell you, spoiler alert, all of this actually happens. Okay? This actually happens. The nation of Israel returns home out of captivity. They're one nation. They rebuild the temple. They rebuild their city walls. And they never again go through that kind of captivity. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing what God does? That that dry bone situation has now been brought back to life. Only God can do that.
1: Welcome to Rising Higher, the radio ministry sponsored by 316 Church in San Antonio, Texas. We are located at 7760 Prue Road, check us out at 316.org. That is T-H-R-E-E-1-6 O-R-G. Join us here on KDRY every Monday through Friday at 5.30 p.m. and Saturday mornings at 8.30 a.m. And now, here is your host for Rising Higher, Pastor Randy Garcia. Well, greetings in the name of Jesus Christ. He is our Lord and Savior. Thank you for joining us as we start off a new week right here in Rising High, I'm so glad that you made the choice to uh, to tune in to All Teaching Radio KDRY love it here. Love it today in Rising High. We're going to continue our sermon series, "The Gospel BC." Do you realize that Jesus was actually present uh, before the birth uh, of his, his physical birth? That's recorded in the Book of Matthew. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jesus was around. We say that Jesus was around in the Old Testament, and one of the things that we see is that practically, and it, well, it is in every book of the Bible. You can see Jesus, even in the Old Testament, Jesus in every story. And today, the lead pastor of 316 Church and our Bible teacher here on Rising Higher, Randall Sean Garcia, is going to take us through a great story that's found in Ezekiel 37. It's a story of the dry bones, and it's a perspective that maybe perhaps you haven't uh, seen before, and we're going to look at it today. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in to Rising Higher. Here's uh, part one of Dry Bones, Jesus in the Old Testament. Here's Pastor Randall Sean Garcia.
0: We will be in Ezekiel 37, and we're going to start with verse 1. Let me get you caught up. We are in a sermon series called the Gospel BC, which means before Christ. We are going through different parts of the Old Testament, where we can actually see prophecy or illustrations of the coming Savior. Amen. How many of you know when you read the Old Testament and you already know what the New Testament says, you're going to be reading the Old Testament and you kind of get excited. You're like, look, Jesus is here. Jesus is there. Jesus is everywhere. You just got to know what the Bible says. You got to know what the New Testament says, and you can see him all over the Old Testament. In fact, it's incredible. We've tried to jam pack this in just a few weeks, but uh, Pastor Randy started out with a bang. He literally went through every book of the Old Testament a couple weeks ago, and quickly described where we see Jesus in every book of the Old Testament. It was amazing, and so, but we've highlighted a few, and we are in part three of this sermon series called "The Gospel BC." So today. You're going to get to see Jesus in a new way. Let's read from Ezekiel 37, verse 1, and we're going to read the first three verses here. It says this, The hand of the Lord was on me. This is Ezekiel talking. And he brought me out by the Spirit of the Lord and set me in the middle of a valley. It was full of bones. I want you to, I want you to picture yourself there for a minute. He led me back and forth among them, and I saw a great many bones on the floor of the valley, bones that were very dry. Somebody say, I saw the bones, and they were dry. Somebody say, I saw the situation, and it was dead. Somebody say, I saw the circumstance, and it was hopeless. Verse 3 says, He asked me, Son of man, can these bones live? I said, Sovereign Lord, you alone know. A few verses later, what Ezekiel finds out is what the Lord tells him. These bones are the people of Israel. Mm. These bones are the people of Israel. We're going to dig into this scripture today, and we're going to find out what God is saying here to Ezekiel in this chapter. But before we dive in, let's pray and let's bless this time together of the word and teaching. Lord God, I thank you, Lord, that your word is so powerful, that your word is our authority. Lord, that your word is so filled with life. So today, Jesus, I just pray that through your word, God, That your word would come alive to us, Lord God, and that we would leave here transformed. Lord, you're always transforming us. You're always renewing our mind. You're always teaching us something new. So today, Lord, I ask for nothing different. I pray that you would speak to us in a brand new way. Let these words be yours and not mine. In your name we pray. And everybody said, amen. You may be seated. So on Friday... Y'all might have heard, we did a Royal Ranger camp If you don't know what Royal Rangers is uh, and 316 Girls, these are two ministries for high school, middle school, elementary students. And uh, they come together and they do a lot of fun things. They read the Bible and uh, they do a lot of great things together. One of the things that the Royal Rangers put on for Friday is called campin. So So uh, Friday night, you... Could have caught me and Selena and Cole and Riley. We were all in a four-person tent right there in the back of the property when it was like forty degrees that night and the wind was blowing. We had a lot of fun, and um, I'm gonna tell you, when I woke up, my back—oh, it's not my bed. Whew. I woke up and I was in—I was in some pain. I was starting to feel. Like, uh, maybe sleeping on the ground wasn't a good idea. Um, but the night before, it's kind of funny, we we uh, were out there in the back by the pavilion, and the kids were running around, and they were having a good time. And I, I see some kids, they pick up some sticks, and they start uh, sword fighting. And then as the kids got a little closer, I was like, okay, like, those are some pretty interesting sticks. And then when they got even closer, I realized they were bones, <laughs> They were literally bones of a deer. I guess a deer at some point died back there. To my knowledge, I I don't know if anybody goes hunting. If you're hunting on our property, you're not supposed to do that. But the kids come in, and they're literally playing swords with deer bones, like the tibia and the fibula. and the. Oh, my goodness. And so I'm there, and I'm thinking, what's going on? So my son was one of the culprits, right? And I said, son, like, put that down. And we went, I was like, you need to wash your hands. I don't know where that bone has been. I don't know what's going on. And so, you know, as a dad, I'm just thinking, and I was actually talking with uh, Nichelle from 316 Girls. And we were like, did we do that as kids? Like, I don't know. I don't remember touching things like that. Like, do we just forget and, like, repress those memories? I don't know. But here's one thing I did know. That deer was dead. There was no hope for those bones. Let me tell you, if you've you've ever come across dry bones, you look at it and you look at, that is something where life once existed. But you don't ever think of bones. I'm just saying, I don't care if you read Ezekiel uh, 37, uh, so many times, 100 times, you might still go to those bones and you might say, that's where life used to be. No matter how you look at those bones there's just some things that you can't bring back. There's just some things that, that cannot be revived. That's how we think. That's based on our experiences. But let me tell you, Ezekiel 37 paints a different picture. Isn't it interesting? And so we're going to read all about this. We know in this vision that Ezekiel was brought to a valley of dry bones, And we already know that these dry bones represented Israel. But here's what I want you to understand. I want you to understand what dry bones symbolize. The situation with Israel, because they're the bones, was dead. The situation with Israel was hopeless. The situation that they found themselves in, they were dry bones. You can look at Israel and see the people and what you would see is a dead situation. You would see that there was no hope. And so today I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preach this message, but with a few different contexts. So first we're going to look at Israel. And then we're going to look at a, a different illustration and, and look at maybe that Jesus had a plan all along. And I'm going to take you through this a, a few times and so that you understand what the implications are For this amazing chapter. So I'm going to give you a few dry bone situations. And then I'm going to give you some prophetic words from Ezekiel. The first dry bone situation number one. Is that there is no hope for Israel. That's a dry bone situation. That's in your notes. There is no hope for Israel. They are the dry bones. Now if you read the scripture it actually says they weren't just dry. I don't know if you caught it. They were very dry. (laughs) They were very dry. There was no life in them. And so this is where Israel finds themselves. Now let me give you this background, the history of why their situation was dead. Because you might be wondering, what happened? Well, why is their situation dead? What's going on? Well, the story is, is that the nation of Judah had been in captivity for 70 years. And the other tribes of Israel, they had been scattered among the surrounding nations, and they seemed all but a lost group of people. You see, the tribes of Judah and Benjamin and Levi, they had just been conquered. They had just been carried away. They had been brought into captivity into Babylon. And you're looking at the entire nation of Israel, and you're thinking, wow, captivity. They're scattered, right? They're they're being ruled. They're being oppressed. Their their national identity was, was at stake. It was almost forever gone. Their national identity. Now, I don't know if you know the implications of this, but the children of Israel were supposed to be the people of God. So what would happen if the people of God no longer had an identity moving forward? What would it feel like if the people, the chosen ones of God, just lived the rest of their lives as captives? What would it look like? Where would we be today if the nation stayed scattered, if that situation stayed dead, if that dry bone situation never came back to life? I don't know if you're recognizing the implications here, but from that line from, those, from that tribe, from that nation, would one day come Jesus. And so what would happen in this dry bone situation if, if those bones would have never come back to life?
1: Well, that's a great thought. What if the bones had never come back to life? Hmm. But the good news is, uh, through the power of God Almighty, the bones did, and everything changed. And the question is, can it change for you and I today? We're going to talk about that in just a few minutes. We're taking a quick break, and then we'll be right back with more of this message, Dry Bones. You're listening to Rising Higher right here at AM 1100 KDRY this fine Monday afternoon, and or maybe any time of the day if you're listening to our podcast. By the way, if you want to check out our podcast of Rising Higher, You can go to risinghigher.org. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to take a break. And once again, we'll be right back with more of this message from Ezekiel 37, Dry Bones.
0: Hey, I'm Micah Tyler. Freedom from addiction is possible, and it starts when we help the people around us who are struggling. It starts with me and with you. Drugs really took a hold of me, and it changed who I was. I could see myself becoming a different person. I was charged with second degree burglary when I was drunk. I was out with my friend, and we got caught stealing stuff out of cars. All I really cared about was getting high. I no longer wanted to feel this pain, and so I tried to take my life one night. My mom heard Teen Challenge on the radio and thought there might be hope for me. I was really broken coming into challenge when I came here I completely surrendered my life to the Lord I began to see that I had a future and he gave me every reason to live again I'm not only drug free but I'm free to live stories like this happen every day and you have a part to play
1: Here in San Antonio, we are blessed to have both a men's Adult and Teen Challenge campus and a women's Adult and Teen Challenge campus for adults ages 18 to 50. Here's the number to call, 210-624-2075. Do you have a teenager who is dealing with self-destructive or dangerous behaviors? New Hope Christian Academy for Boys and Thrive Girls Ranch have campuses in the greater Austin area. Perhaps you would like to do what my wife and I do. We sponsor a Teen Challenge student. For only $35 per month, you can get a photo and a profile of your student and an invitation to their graduation. Here's a number to call 1 866 913 4181 or log on to teenchallengetx.org. Grace Christian School is a ministry that seeks to equip students to find and fulfill their God-given purpose with excellence. It functions as a training center for all its students, teaching them how to live according to God's principles, to be passionate for Christ, and to find and fulfill the destiny and purpose God has for their lives. We set a high academic standard for our students in all areas using the Abeka curriculum along with accelerated Christian education program. Grace, Christian School offers affordable Christ-centered education to students from San Antonio and surrounding communities. Anyone interested in knowing more about becoming part of the Grace Christian School family is invited to come toward the school Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Appointments are not necessary but are welcomed. We are located at 8635 Callahan Road, Building 2 in San Antonio. For more information, you can call 210- Two six five eight one six six, or you can browse our website at www.gracechristianschool-sa.com There dot com.
0: There is no problem
1: too big that God cannot solve it.
0: There is no
1: mountain
0: too tall He cannot move. There
1: is no storm. Dark. Hey, this is Young Scott Wesley and Brown and as you listen to this song, he will carry you. I want you to realize that that is so true, that God tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers his lambs in his arms, and he carries them close to his heart. He carries you close to his heart. I'd love to connect with you. If you want to just go to my website at com, or you can find me on Facebook. I've got my main page and my fan page, and I'd love to pray for you. Just write me a little note, and I promise you I'll get back to you. So God bless you. And thanks for listening to Rise and
0: Higher. So what would happen if the people of God no longer had an identity moving forward? What would it feel like if the people, the chosen ones of God, just lived the rest of their lives as captives? What would it look like? Where would we be today if the nation stayed scattered? If that situation stayed dead? If that dry bone situation never came back to life? I don't know if you're recognizing the implications here, but from that line, from, those, from that tribe, from that nation would one day come Jesus. And so what would happen in this dry bone situation if, if those bones would have never come back to life? I'm just saying this is, this is what the vision is. This is the predicament that Israel finds themselves. And here's Ezekiel. He's getting this vision from the Lord. And he's being brought to these dry bones. Now I want to read this again because here's the prophetic word that we're about to read, that there is hope for Israel, amen? There is hope for Israel. It's not a dry bone situation when the bones are in God's hands, amen? It's not a dry bone situation when you serve the God of the impossible. Let me tell you, your situation may seem not only dry, but very dry. Your situation might sound dead, but God says something different. God says something different. Let me tell you, the prophetic word, the first prophecy is there is hope for Israel. And that has great implications for the future of the nation of Israel. So here's what verse 4 says. Right after he's led to the dry bones and and uh, the Lord asks a question. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to ask it again. Verse 3 says, he asked me, son of man, can these bones live? Let me tell you, if Cole and the Royal Rangers brought me the deer bones and they said, "Uh, Pastor, can these bones live? I'm going to be like, you're crazy. What are you talking about? Those are dead bones. But God, the Lord, asks Ezekiel the same question. Can these bones live? And I like what Ezekiel says. He says, Sovereign Lord, you alone know. Meaning it's like, it's up to you. (laughs) God, can these bones live? I can't make them live. It's up to you. Only you know if the bones can live. How many of you know there's some situations that the Lord wants to revive in your life, and he's waiting for the faith that you have to say, God, if it's up to you, let your will be done. Let your will be done. God, he, if God asked Ezekiel, can these bones live? And Ezekiel said, no. What kind of faith is that? Instead, Ezekiel's like, God, whatever you say is going to happen. God, only you know if these bones can live. So verse 4, God says this. It says, then he said to me, prophesy to these bones and say to them, Dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. This is what the Sovereign Lord says to these bones. I will make breath enter you. You will come to life. I will attach tendons to you and make flesh come upon you and cover you with skin. I will put breath in you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. I'm going to continue to verse 7. Amen. So I prophesied as I was commanded. And and as I was prophesying, there was a noise, a rattling sound. And the bones came together, bone to bone. I looked, and tendons and flesh appeared on them, and the skin covered them. But there was no breath in them. Wow. But isn't that a miracle on its own? I mean, but is is that not a miracle on its own? There's a graphic up here that I want you to see is that the the flesh is tendons and skin, and then what what we're missing is the breath of life. So we're going to be going through two things today, flesh and breath, flesh and breath. The flesh is the skin and the tendons in this vision, correct? Okay, and the breath is the life of the spirit. Let me show you. Verse 9, then he said to me, prophesy to the breath. So God's saying, I'm not done. I'm not through with this body. Prophesy to the breath. Prophesy, son of man, and say to it, this is what the sovereign Lord says. You notice that the bones, they have to listen to God. (laughs) It doesn't matter what I say. It matters what he says. You see, it doesn't matter if I say the bones can't live. If he says that they're going to live, this is what the Lord says. Come, breath from the four winds and breathe into the slain that they may live. So I prophesied. Look, check this out. I prophesied as he commanded me and breath entered them. And they came to life. They stood up on their feet, a vast army. Only God. Only God. But, but remember, this is a vision, right? <laughs> this is a vision. Hold on. It's going to get real. Verse 11 says, then he said to me, son of man, these bones are the people of Israel. They say, our bones are dried up and our hope is gone. We were cut off. Therefore, prophesy and say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. My people, I'm going to open your graves and bring you up out of them. I will bring you back to the land of Israel. Then you, my people, will know that I am the Lord. And when I, when I open your graves and bring you up from them, I will put my spirit in you and you will live. And I will settle you in your land. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken and I have done it, declares the Lord. Who deserves the credit? He says, then you'll know that I did it. Because by the way, they couldn't do it on their own there are some things that you can't do on your own. You see, the nation of Israel, there, weren't they, were they not always grumbling and always kind of in this, this vicious cycle of like, I'm following God, okay, I turned away from God, and then I'm repenting and coming back to God, and then I'm turning back away from God, and like, that's literally like the whole Old Testament is they're in this vicious cycle, this vicious cycle, and, and what God is trying to tell them is, if you want life, I'm the only one who can give it to you. If you're going to try to find life elsewhere, you're not going to find it. You're not going to find it. So the Lord speaks, and not only does flesh go on the bones, but the spirit, the breath, goes into the body, and that body stands up, a vast army. So the God, God says, you know what, I'm going to put flesh on you, and I'm going to give you the breath of life, amen? And Israel, because Israel is the bones, they will be restored. That's the vision that we're looking at. You see, in this vision, Ezekiel has shown that not only is Israel going to be restored, but Israel's going to be unified. Not only are they going to be unified, but they're going to become one nation. They're going to come out of captivity. They're going to return home. And in fact, let me tell you, spoiler alert. All of this actually happens, okay? This actually happens. The nation of Israel returns home out of captivity. They're one nation. They rebuild the temple. They rebuild their city walls. And they never again go through that kind of captivity. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing what God does? That that dry bone situation has now been brought back. To life
1: only God can do that only God can do that you see I love these stories in the Bible where uh, in, in the human in the natural it just doesn't make sense because when we experience something when we see something that only God can do then he gets the glory he gets the credit amen I'm jumping in there because we're out of time thank you so much for tuning in to Rising Hour but the good news is we're gonna continue this message tomorrow dry bones part of the sermon series jesus and the old testament hopefully you can join us tomorrow as we continue this message for now i pray that you have a great day and we'll see you in about 23 and a half hours be blessed